S-T-E-V-A-S-T-A-T-I-O-N. Find out what it means to me. (laughs) (laughs) Wait, are you sure you're spelling it right? I don't know. (laughs) R-E-F-O-R-M. Find out what that also means to me. I have the song meanings up and it's D-E-V-E-S-T-A-T-I-O-N. I'm devastated that I can't spell that word correctly. I believe you. You're not the show to me. Siri, how do you spell devastation? Devastation. D-E-V-A-S-T-A-T-I-O-N. I get it. T-I-O-N. You were right. So, song meanings is incorrect. Oh. <laughs> Take that song meanings. <laughs> I guess that's good enough for a bit. the rain like tinkering in the background right. and I just thought it sounded like an ASMR I don't know okay <laughs> devastation and reform devastation. I'm gonna turn all the levels of that up when you're when you're whispering doing yeah. your ASMR thing I'll turn it way up uh, we're gonna so have to because talking like this <laughs> true colors true colors <laughs> So there's a, th- how did that start? We okay. There's a thing inside. I'm explaining an inside joke, but at some point, I think we were just listening to just it. listening to the song, and I was like, "True Colors" by Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. I was like singing it to myself, or maybe it had just been on, or it was something. And it I was started back when we used to have satellite, satellite radio, radio in my car, and yeah. we were listening to '80s on eight all the time. And then I would sing. True colors. I can see your true colors. And Jessica would get so upset. It's so creepy. I think you, it's still creepy. It seems it's still like it's like, like you're not immediately angry at me. You weren't quite doing it the same way. You would add this very sinister spin to it. I but... see your true colors. Yeah, exactly. That's why I love you. Well, now it's just silly. Yeah. Uh, so welcome to Sadie Hawkins pod. I'm very distracted because <laughs> I'm trying to add you can see my socks to our to, to Facebook, but he sent a link and it's not linking up correctly. You know what, Danny? This is all off topic and it's taking up a lot of time. <laughs> oh, and yeah. we learned today that not everybody likes how long we go. So well, hold on a second. Let's talk <laughs> about that. Top of the show business. We'll get into it. So we've had a number of iTunes reviews, Apple podcast reviews, I guess is more the thing to call it nowadays, for our show. And we haven't read any of these, and we've been meaning to, some of them for weeks. And we took so long that we finally got our first, like, middling to negative review. 
So here's so we it still says we have a five star rating out of ten. I'm sure that's going to come down at some point because of this new rating. But let's see. So yeah, we've been asking. So yeah, a couple weeks ago I was like, I always hear on every podcast where they're like, please rate and and review us on Apple Podcasts because it really helps out the show. And I was like, does it? <laughs> because we're running our own podcast, and I'm like, I have no idea. Oh, what it maybe helps with. it does because we have other top of the show. Oh yeah, and I'll get to that in a second. <laughs> so. I said that I'd read any reviews that got sent to us. So we have four. So really, let's blast through these real quick. Okay. Why are you playing an old podcast? (laughs) I was going to bring up the comments myself. And you started playing last week's episode on your phone. Are you ready to rock and roll? I'm like, that sounds familiar. Sorry. We should do an audio commentary on one of our own episodes. We should. Yeah, on episode one. Yeah. That'll be some Patreon content right there. <laughs> so, Yo Mama, which I might have read this one before, but they said... Oh, I did read this one before, you so I'm sorry, Yo Mama. One, yeah. I read that one. Um, on March 18th, this review is five stars. It says, I honestly love this podcast. Dan and Jess and even April, though she's Aww. not a person. <laughs> she's a person. She's just not a human. <laughs> they are such funny, sweet, and cool people... Just hearing from people who were lucky enough to experience the growth of the band from pretty early on is so interesting to me and fills in my curiosity for the band, which I was sadly too young to have experienced. This puts a this this podcast puts a smile on my face every week when a new episode comes out. Keep it up. Beatrice. Beatrice. Oh, thank you. With a smiley face. Then David Park wrote Outside of Be My Escape. I wasn't really familiar with Reliant K at all, but I love spending time with Danny and Jess each week by hearing them talk about a band they're passionate about. On top of that, I've since listened to the band's essential playlist on Apple Music, and they're terrific. <laughs> Let this podcast be your escape. So far, so good. And then I guess I won't name them, but then we got a th- on Thursday. <laughs> so <laughs> last week, we got two long. Man. And our last two episodes were pretty short for us. Yeah, they were right? really short for us. Right. <laughs> it says, too long. This podcast would be more enjoyable if it had 30 to 45 minute episodes rather than an hour and a half to two hour episodes. It's really fun otherwise. Well, thank you. All right. You. Thank you. So why'd you that's give us real, three? That's a real Hollywood compliment I right feel like there. it should have been at least four stars. <laughs> yeah, a real Hollywood compliment. Like if it's really enjoyable, but it's too long, like... Give us four stars, not three. Listeners, let us know. We're going to put a poll up on our Inst- or on our Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> we can do it Whichever on Instagram, too. Can we? Do they yeah. do polls on Instagram? In Instagram stories. Oh, in stories. That's right. So we're, we're going to put polls up in both places. Would you rather us keep it really short, sweet, and to the point? Or do you like our longer episodes? And it doesn't matter what you answer. We're going to keep longer episodes. Yep. <laughs> we but stay we on... want you to think that you have some input in this podcast. Right. Only our evil overlord, Sugar Brady, has any sort of input right. on this podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so I wasn't, so I was like, I was like, oh no, I got to read this bad review to Jessica. I better tell her ahead of time. So oh, she I read it over your there. shoulder. I know. And she wasn't, we were not really that upset. I mean, I fair, I guess. I know if I had a, if I found a new podcast I liked and it was really long, I have a hard time fitting into my podcast diet. But I'm like, as of right now, we're the only Reliant K podcast out there. We stay on mark. For most of the time, right? Yeah. We talk, like, even, 
Like, I can count on... We get a little lengthy on top of the show business, like right now. Whatever. <laughs> and when we go off topic, it's not every week. So I'm sorry, I'm trying to look up what the essential playlist is for Reliant K on Apple, because I want to know what okay. David Park's been listening to. Can you read it? Okay, so it's Be My Escape, Must Have Done Something Right, Who I Am Hates Who I've Been, The Best Thing, Getting Into You, Sadie Hawkins Dance, Don't Blink, Forgiven... Pressing on, softer to me, for the moments I feel faint, I so hate consequences, college kids bum and wake up call. Okay, I want to make a new Essentials playlist, <laughs> and I definitely will shoot a new Essentials playlist over to David Park, because this song absolutely should be on it. Devastation and Reform. Mm-hmm. 100%. Or it's way more popular Nightcore version. Oh, also, if you're listening on Apple Music, like David Park is, you don't have access to Forget and Not Slow Down, oh, which right. is a huge bummer because that whole album, it should just be in the essential playlist. Mm-hmm. Apple forgot and they didn't slow down and they didn't <laughs> slow down to realize they're missing that album. So um, we have more stuff. You were saying, I'm looking for it. I'm getting the email. So Sorry. Oh, no, I... I just I didn't delete it, but I disposed why did you of delete it? it? I didn't delete it, but I put it in the in the all mail. I archived it. Okay, hold on. I don't know if this is like a sales pitch or something, because I didn't sign up for this. And I don't think I think it's like a I think it's like they're trying to get us to sign up for Chartable.com. Okay. And I think so. It's like a sales pitch of some some sort. But we got an email from Dave at Chartable.com. And it says, congratulations. Oh, are you going to tell me this isn't even real? <laughs> is it David Park or David Catch? With too many Daves. <laughs> too many. These are the Daves I know. Do one of them, do one of them work at iCharted or whatever it's called? <laughs> we'll have to find out because we do have a voicemail from one of them in a minute. Oh, okay. But Dave at Chartable said, hi there. Congratulations. Sadie Hawkins pod is now ranked ranked number 179 on apple podcast music chart in canada Woohoo! check out your chart performance and reviews here and this is how i found out we had a, a three-star review <laughs> you can get updates on your show every week just claim your chartable page to see chart ranks blah 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 yeah see it's a it's a sales pitch but that's so are you telling cool. me that we might not actually be 179th in canada this might just be a thing that they're telling us to make us come and sign up for their analytics. Is it hard to be number 100? Are there, are there 179 podcasts in Canada? Uh, we're not technically in Canada, but we you can access our podcast there. I don't know. <laughs> I didn't sign up for Canada. I didn't sign up for Chartable. I didn't sign up for Canada. They're not allowed to listen. <laughs> well, as I said, we also have a voicemail, and it's from a Dave... But which Dave? Who knows? It could be it could be my dad, Dave. You never know. Oh, that's right. Too many Daves. Could I be said. Dave Douglas. You don't know. Oh, what if it's it, it, Jessica? You're spoiling the surprise. <laughs> Hello, Daniel and Jessica. It's your old pal, David Catch. Aw, shucks. It's just David Catch. What if David Catch is Dave Douglas this whole time? I'm on my lunch break right now, so I had time to call you guys. Sorry I haven't called in a while. I've just been really busy. Anyways, I wanted to talk about the uh, Listen Party episode, um, a few things about it. Uh, mm-hmm. 
when you guys talked about mm-hmm, uh you guys mentioned that it's probably their best album but i'd like to uh kindly disagree and it's because my girl my ex-girlfriend's new boyfriend or whatever that song is is on that album and i really don't like that song i probably feel that about that song i probably feel the way jessica feels about deathbed um that strongly for for reals like i do not like that song but they kind of redeem themselves on that album because right after that song they they have probably their best song which is uh more than useless and i really love that song um and then second of all when you guys talked about Forget It Not Slow Down and how you guys came around to it, I just want to let you know that I'm really happy because that's my favorite album. It's it's so good. It's like the best album. It's it's pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> I like how he he immediately would like reduced his stance on that album. It went from what is that like S It's the greatest to album. To, yeah. yeah. Oh no, where'd that go? I dropped a piece of, of polished glass that's in our centerpiece. Oh no. And I don't want April to eat it. There it is. Speaking of April, I feel bad that he doesn't like my girl's ex-boyfriend. Um, or what is that? I, I, what is that song actually called? I Now I can't think of the title. If my girl's ex-boyfriend? Is it, is it just is my, it my girl's, girl's ex-boyfriend? ex-boyfriend? Yeah. Because we like to to go around singing that we owe it all oh, to yeah. our dog's ex-owner because April, <laughs> yeah. is, April is a rescue. So right. <laughs> we change the lyrics and make it about April. Does that make it better, David Catch? Yeah. We also, should did, we, did we say that Mm-hmm was possibly the best album? I don't remember saying that. I don't remember exactly saying that, but I'm sure we did. I pro- we probably at least were like saying I feel like that's something you said and then I just said uh-huh uh-huh and very readily agreed with you although I don't necessarily feel that way I probably just meant like because it's like when you ask your teacher okay I, I like I don't remember what teacher this was but I, like, I asked my teacher like what's the biggest state in the country and then they had to be all like legalistic about it and they're like well what do you mean do you mean the most landmass or do you mean the largest population or do you mean blah 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 so it's like when you say what's a band's best album like certain bands yes they have definitive everyone agrees the clash's greatest album is london calling but then some people would argue it's the first album whatever with relying k i feel like you've got these three albums where you can argue what's their quintessential let's forget the word best okay when i said best album during the re- listen listening party episode i probably know what's their quintessential album and they have oh, three so albums that you yeah. could argue are their quintessential album yes i think the three in the middle mm-hmm, five score and forget not slow down because mm-hmm sure. is the album that really broke them yeah five score is their biggest selling album not that that is necessarily the thing that matters most but i'm just saying right and then forget not slow down is like largely considered their artistic height so it just kind of right. depends and then but the thing is mxpx is also very similar life in general is the album that basically broke them to the mainstream but then Slowly Going the Way of the Buffalo, I believe, is their best-selling album and the album that they first had on a major, and it is just as good, if not better, in some ways you can debate than life in general. And then you can go on from there. There's got to be other... So if, if I said mm-hmm was their best album, I think I meant 
that it was their quintessential album. Plus, it's the only album the band has ever toured an anniversary tour for. It's the only album that I'm aware of. They did a whole tour where they played the entire album. Well, we're still holding out for Forget Not Slow Down, right? (laughs) Right. That's, yeah. They did say, more likely in 2020 or 2021. (laughs) At this point, it's looking more likely in 2021. Yep. 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 So there's about 20 (laughs) seconds left. I don't know what else David might say, but let's check. Let's see what else. Uh, Yeah, that was it. Oh, and I'd like to leave you guys with this. Oh. All right, I'm going to get back to my coffee. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> nice. Yep. <laughs> and then the other topic, the last thing before we get into the song, is all the stuff that happened on Twitter last week. That's right. So after we did Be Rad, and by the way, to the person who said our podcast are too long, <laughs> this is the stuff I always get afraid of because I honestly think... Most of our best moments from this podcast ever come in in the last 20 minutes. Because that's when we start to get loose because we're like, we're most relaxed. We've already kind of gotten the vibe for the episode as a whole. I always think our funniest stuff happens in the last 20 minutes. So last week, I hope you heard because Jessica discovered this quiz of what Reliant K member are you? And then it was my idea to tweet, Hi, Reliant K. (laughs) Have you ever wondered what member of Reliant K you are? And I specifically tagged the ones that I knew are on Twitter. Dave Douglas, who I don't think has used his Twitter in like 45 years. Um, Ethan Luck, John and John, Matt and Matt. Right? Mm -hmm. And then we got the whole, the trifecta of people who openly, who, who are known to tweet openly. Yeah. Ethan, John, and John. They all eventually tweeted. John Schneck, of course, was like replying because he's, he. I think at this point we consider him a friend of the show. He's awesome. <laughs> Best band member of Reliant K, hands down. <laughs> Just in terms of his show interaction. Just in general. Uh, and he's then, got the best stage presence. He's always like really into it. I love it. Why don't you marry him? <laughs> <laughs> Um, so then, okay, so then we got John Warren and Ethan Luck, who had never interacted with the show before in any way. And they still didn't, like, directly say, hello, Sadie Hawkins pod. Thank you for... They just jumped in. And John, I think... I should probably get the tweets, but I'm pretty sure everyone... Basically, everyone was schnack, right? Like, everyone on that quiz turned out to be a schnack, and some of them would turn... Like, there were, there were a bunch more hoops and a bunch of daves... But there were hardly any Matt Teesons, yeah. and there were hardly any John Warns. Yeah, and it turned out Ethan Luck was not an option. Somebody somehow found like the there's like a page with the results, like how common oh, okay, each one cool. was, yeah, yeah. and what the options were. And Ethan Luck was not an option. Neither was anyone like Stephen, right, or anything like that. So that was cool. And then <laughs> Matt Teeson liked three tweets that we didn't tweet but three <laughs> tweets in all, all these huge chains because it was so cool because like it got like the most interaction with our twitter account ever and i was like this is just great this is just cool i love seeing all these people share who, yeah. what, what band members they are yeah, it was so and good. everything and then at the pretty much at the end of it as it was all slowing down 
I just see three likes from Matt Thiessen. And I'm like, <gasps> and I'm like, he didn't like anything we tweeted. Nope. <laughs> and we'll just leave it there. But I, I, I am almost positive that means he remembers me. <laughs> Definitive proof. <laughs> Devastation and reform. <laughs> See, my my trick, my trick, my premise into starting this episode was to make you laugh so much that it basically devastates you. And now I'll reform you and we'll discuss the song. Now you see, Danny, that is exactly what that Apple iTunes podcast reviewer was saying. We're like 20 minutes into the show at this point, and we're still at top of Podcasts the show business. Are long. We're always talking about Relying K. I'm not going to harp on this, but I'm, we're always talking <laughs> about Relying kidding. K. People don't have to commute right now, so obviously they don't need long podcasts. But whatever. Listen, Podcasts when are life gets back to relatively normal, you'll have so many episodes to catch up on. Take it up with Magnified Pod and their three-hour episodes. Oh, we don't, wow. We don't do that many two-hour episodes, by the way. We probably no, we don't. Probably one out of ten is two hours long. Yeah. I dropped the glass again. <laughs> I don't want anybody really to You don't have this. the CD to fidget with today? You have to, no. you have to fiz- fidget with the, uh, the centerpiece on yeah. the table? Yeah. They're these beautiful, like, you know, beach, what do you call them? It's like beach glass. Beach glass. Here you go. Here's the booklet. (sighs) Thank you. (laughs) Ooh, coming soon, the Reliant K fan (laughs) club, a community designed to give fans direct access to Reliant K. Sign me up. Yearly membership (laughs) will include... Expires July 2008. (laughs) Sign up at www.reliantk.com to receive notices when the club goes live in 07. Yep. There you go. Copyright 07 Capital Records. So how did... what? Who did you say spelled devastation wrong? Song meanings. Go back. How did they spell it? Uh, D-E-V-E-S-T-A-T-I-O-N. D-E-V-A-S? E-S. E-S. Ah. Okay. That's not how the band spells it. So we can confirm. Well, the, the band spells it correctly and song meaning spells well, it. Well, who knows? <laughs> who honestly knows? They I Might know. Be Giants have a song called Hopeless Bleak Despair and they spell despair wrong. I would totally imagine Reliant K would intentionally spell a song incorrectly. I think they have before. No, to make it mean another thing. Am I wrong? Probably. I'm blanking. I feel like it's such a Reliant K thing, though. <laughs> Yeah, they they spelled come right out and say it. <laughs> Maybe I won't finish that Jeez. sentence. No, I gotta cut that out. Why? Why not? I didn't say anything. I just spelled. They said they spelled come right out and say it a different way than normal. <laughs> Put yourself together. <laughs> No, we're not. Yes, we are. No, we're not. You cannot say that it's dirty. <laughs> What's dirty? They spelled right W R I T E. They spelled right differently. What's the problem? What is your problem? Anyway, devastation and reforming.
What are you, 12? I'm five score <laughs> and seven. Which is the song, which is the album that the song Devastation and Reform is on. And now... We're going to get so many negative reviews now. <laughs> this is track six, seven, eight. Track eight. They have tally marks for the track numbers. I had Genius. To, I had to tally it up, like five score. I'm bummed that this is not on the fan curated vinyl. Okay. <laughs> this song is so good. Is it? It is. I really, really love the guitars in this song. And like, you cannot listen to this song without like rocking out on some air guitar. It's so good. This song is so awesome musically. You don't think so? I'm glad you like something. <laughs> That's wonderful. I like this song okay, but I'm not, like, huge on it. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't really before until I really started to dive into it recently because I was like, you know what? I, we've said before that we didn't listen to Five Score a lot when it first came out. Mm-hmm. And so recently I've been trying to go back and to listen to more Five Score, and I really love this song. Um, I really love the sound of the distorted vocals in the intro, and then it's used a few other times throughout the song, and that sound is it's not digital trickery it's organic it's through a shore green bullet microphone which is a mic that has been around since the 40s and is now or is primarily used as a harmonica microphone oh is it the kind of microphone where they if they're like well talking to you my baby you can totally use it for that (laughs) it gives it that like cool bluesy like like, yeah that's what that is and i watched a couple different videos of different like tests being done on this microphone and the theme like okay so female standard song sounds so good through this because it sounds like the girls like on a smoky stage on like in like the copacabana or the coconut grove or something it's so good okay so good good and if you want to replicate that sound i don't know which version of the mic they use in this sound in this song right but the sure 520dx green bullet is only 119 dollars. so if you are looking to replicate that sound you totally can that's how we should do our podcast from now on that would be amazing. We should, oh, we should have gotten one and done this whole episode that way. <laughs> if I was more musically inclined, I would absolutely want one of these because it sounds so cool. Like I, I fell into like a rabbit hole of just watching different people do tests with these um, Shure Green Bullet microphones. Like they're so much fun. Well, that sounds like your favorite microphone with a bullet. I don't know. <laughs> trying to move things along. So, yeah, I don't know. This is a Danny's Not Impressed month or something because, like, I'm oh. not impressed with this song too much. Were you impressed with Be Rad? Because I know you weren't so oh, much that's local right. construction, but Be Rad. I was mostly just thinking of local construction when I said that I'd like to be rad. Yeah. Yeah. It's good stuff. Wait, this month, I think. Weren't those both? Wait. Don't worry about it. Those were both technically in March. Now we're in April. Let's not worry about that. (laughs) Whatever. Oh, no. B-Rad was April 1st. That's right. Because it was our April. I don't care. I don't care. That's not what I meant. Oh, man. We have been been stuck in quarantine for too long. What are you talking about? There's no such thing. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, this song's fine. 
when I talk when I joke about how this is the five score is their thrash metal album like this is the song I mainly think of you know what I mean there's a couple other heavy songs on this album but this is like the the false all those metal. like power chords yeah. and stuff it's so much fun well, i don't know if, are they power chords i don't know i, I don't said think that i want to sound cool <laughs> you, I don't they're like they're right. chords and they sound powerful i should have stopped at the microphone thing i did really well with the research on that and then everything else i'm just i know a little bit about, about music and power chords are a type of like chord on your fingering i don't know how, but watch Danny them actually be power up chords. An air guitar and like it did not <laughs> Like it was like that Beatles like pulled up to your chest kind of guitar, like the early Beatles. Right. It's amazing. Well, devastation and reform. You can see my socks can write it and tell me how I'm <laughs> incorrect. Completely correct. <laughs> and how Danny was mansplaining incorrectly. It legit like I have on my to-do list for for the day, which just keeps getting pushed back and back based on what I accomplish and I don't to start looking into music theory classes and like music theory videos on YouTube and such. I have a theory about music. <laughs> it sucks. <laughs> Nobody really likes music. That's the that's what I always say. Is this our punchiest episode ever? It might be. Maybe. Which would be a shock cuz there've been there've been a few in there. It's fine. I'm so scared because this is an album that Schneck was on, and like I'm worried he's gonna listen to this to this episode. I think everyone understands. <laughs> so devastation and reform. I don't have a ton to say about it. I think it sounds cool and everything, but it's not a song that gets my gets my. Go- it gets the blood going though. I guess so much fun. Yeah, I don't know. Around. It sounds cool. It doesn't totally sound like a Reliant K song to me. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? Yeah, understandable. But this is also in line with that thing where we get mad at certain reviewers when they're like, this is Reliant K drastically changing their sound. Yeah. This is a song where they really change their sound. Yeah. Deathbed, Collapsible Belong, um, other stuff <laughs> where they really change their sound. This is an example of Reliant K stretching what they can kind of do and call Reliant K at a point where they're still definitively Reliant K. You know what I mean? Like, this is, like, the height. This is, like, their big Warp Tour years and stuff. Like, this is this is Reliant K. And here they are doing a song that is, like, very different from what you would kind of know from them doing. And it's not, not like, a complete left-field thing, like, say, stuff on Collapsible Lung. It's kind it's of, like... Heavier. It's heavier. Yeah. It's, it's an elevated pop-punk. I can see, like, if you... Of course, if you go from anything on the first three albums to Devastation Reform, you're like, whoa, what? But then, whoa, what? <laughs> but then, there was oh, this no. guy, we... there was this guy, he was trying to get his girl to do something she didn't want to do. What'd you do about it? Nothing. Whoa, what? Whoa. Guys, don't whoa. do nothing. That's part of the problem. We're going to have to drop that in here, aren't we? No, I just did it. <laughs> you did, actually. Oh, man. Um, Important videos. So good. <laughs> The important videos playlist, the official important videos playlist, unofficial, I don't know. It's on YouTube. You'll you'll find it. Couple Rhode Island, good old Rhode Island boys. <laughs> <laughs> well, one of them's good. One of them's not good. That's one true. of them didn't do anything when his Sorry. boyfriend was trying to make his girlfriend do something. <laughs> um, so <laughs> my point was, 
if you go for take a song off the first three albums and go to Devastation Reform, you're like, whoa, how did this happen, right? But then if you remember, Mm-hmm is in the middle. Like this is a song that probably could not be on Mm-hmm, but Devastation Reform feels like a natural elevation Absolutely. progression from Mm-hmm. Totally. I'm still not like totally on 100 on board with it. Particularly, here's the thing. I do like the song, you know, mostly. I like it. It's not a song I think to myself, oh, I want to go listen to Devastation Reform. But particularly going and listening to the acoustic versions, there's an official one from Capitol, the Capitol mm-hmm. Record Show. Yeah. And there's a couple of fan covers and stuff. I was like, this the tune itself, like the song, doesn't really do anything for me. You know what I mean? If you strip the song down to just the bare bones the essentials like is the song still I, I can understand if it if it is there for people but for me just listening to the acoustic versions i'm like this is this is nice not my like not really my thing okay yeah, hmm. yeah. i like the guitar work <laughs> i like the guitar work too it sounds cool <laughs> yeah yeah um what do you think of the lyrics i'll tell you what i think of the lyrics <laughs> I think a concept like devastation and reform is perfect when you put it through the lens of like recording your podcast and then accidentally losing like <laughs> a bunch of time <laughs> and then deciding to go to bed and wake up the next day and pick up the record there. Uh-huh. That's what devastation and reform makes me think of. I don't know if that's what Matt Thiessen was going for when you wrote the song though, <laughs> but that's something I think of. Yeah. But... Yeah. <laughs> As I was probably saying <laughs> before the before the devastation, as we reform what we were doing, um, this the lyrics of this song are kind of hard. Were always hard for me to sort of peg exactly what he was talking about. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Was it sort of ethereal? Was it sort of out there? Like I wasn't quite sure what he was talking about. Yeah, this yeah, is a song like, that I definitely didn't. Like, listening to it, I didn't really hear the lyrics. It wasn't until later when I looked at the lyrics in prep for this episode that I was like, oh, okay, it's another Reliant K song about messing up and dealing with consequences and moving on and, you know, reinventing yourself. And, yeah. Yeah. I totally got that after the fact. Yeah. (laughs) But initially, I was just like, "What's what's the devastating and reforming part? Do you want to get into the lyrics now or do you want to do other stuff first? Oh, up to you. Do you have song meanings or anything like that? I do. Do you want to do the song meanings first, and then we'll get into what I think of the lyrics? Sure. Okay. So. <laughs> so. Okay. <laughs> I just saw the look on your face. Like, oh boy. <laughs> Donkey Kong 325, 13 years ago, said... Yes. I think that this song is talking about our sinful nature. The title, Devastation and Reform, are talking about how we sin, feel remorse, devastation, and we ask for forgiveness and try not to sin again, reform. Yeah. He talks about how it seems like he's born for devastation and reform. That's where our sinful nature as humans comes in. He talks about how we, even when we are forgiven, we're just a shell of what I had when I first started, (laughs) meaning before Adam ate the apple, since the original sin, we will never be without sin. I don't understand all of the individual lines, but that's what I gather from the whole song. It wasn't necessarily an apple. 
Okay. <laughs> it was. I don't know if the Are Bible... Are we diving into this right now? I don't know if the Bible refers to it as an apple. I believe it's just the fruit. And everyone and it's just like artwork shows it as an apple. And everyone thinks it's supposed to be an apple. But I don't think it's actually an apple. Okay. Yeah. Take that Donkey Kong 3259 <laughs> whatever. <laughs> it's on like your namesake. What? <laughs> I'm confused. It's on like Donkey Kong. It's on like Oh, your gotcha. Gotcha. I'm Sorry. so happy with your reaction because it was such a bad <laughs> joke to begin with. So that was the perfect I, I, reaction. I was still on Apple and I was like, their name isn't Apple. My <laughs> name isn't Apple. Um, you know whose name is Apple? Gwyneth Paltrow's kid? Yeah. That's right. Um, their Just Shoes 13 years ago said, I really love this song. It's the first one I heard off their new album, and I absolutely fell in love with it. I'm not incredibly sure what it means, but I really like the lines, so lock the windows and bolt the doors, because I got enough problems without creating more. It's pretty much true. I wish I had a door I could just bolt to keep me from creating problems for myself. Yeah. Insightful. RK underscore rocks exclamation point from Uh 13 years ago said, I think it's about God having to destroy us in order to reform us. Like I had two pets die in a short period. My first pet lived three weeks. Second one lived four. (laughs) And I was sad and kind of angry at God. But now I have the ability to comfort others who have had that happen to them. Or it could mean that we mess up, and then we are so worried about building stuff back up, we mess up again. And it's yeah, only it's a little one. of what it's, it's we more the second had. one. We have to have God's help when we sin. That's what me and my dad think. <laughs> you know, like family computers? Your biological dad yeah. or your oh, holy your, dad? Your, yeah. But I was just thinking that just imagine, like, remember family computers? Like, you know, you had one computer in your home and you all shared it. Maybe you even shared an email account because right. you, there was no web email yet. There was no Gmail. Right. Like you had to have an email application on your desktop. Netscape or Netscape, whatever. Yeah. So you had a family computer. Like, you all shared one family computer. So I like to imagine that the son and the dad are sitting together browsing the internet together and the you son's just like let's a son okay the child and the and the dad are sitting at the internet saying let's go to song meetings and check out relying k <laughs> meetings and i'll was, add some this is 13 years ago not like 20 years ago oh <laughs> so that yeah 2003 there still would still be the time of the family computer because the, the time of the family computer doesn't i don't know it doesn't oh seven uh, oh that oh jeez i'm such an idiot <laughs> 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 I don't know why I thought this song was 2003. I don't either. <laughs> but like, I'm really worried for the, for RK Rocks. My first pet lived three weeks. Second one lived four. Yeah, what kind? Of, I wish what they said. What does this mean? What kind of, what pets, kind of pets are these? Do you have a serial killer in your family? Like, I'm oh, very concerned about the pets here. Yeah. So I feel like I didn't really say, but yes, my you you basically said this, but I think my interpretation of the song, although I never put any thought into the lyrics before we did this podcast, is that it's about it's a classic Matt Thiessen theme of failing and working again to become a better Christian, to be a better person, to be a better son, right. <laughs> to work on your relationships and to 
try to find forgiveness for your sins and your flaws. Well, when we're done with these song meanings, you can actually play what Matt Thiessen had to say about I can, this song. Yes. So I think it's just that the, the concept of devastation and reform, it like it sounds like a political thing. Like it sounds like something that would come up at like a tax meeting. Right. Right. <laughs> Which is not that crazy because P.O.D., Payable on Death, that's a tax reference. That's a Christian band. I had no idea that's what P.O.D. stood for. It stands for Payable on Death, which I think they're taking a tax term, but giving it a spiritual spin. Yeah. So anyway, point is, I never, yeah. Devastation. The devastation, his life gets devastated and he reforms it by coming back to God. I'm pretty sure. That's generally my interpretation of the song, and I'm sure a lot of people's. Maybe the song was a peek into the future about the devastation of the coronavirus <laughs> and the reform of whatever's going to come next. Maybe. Is that why we picked this song this week? No. I don't know. I don't think so. <laughs> we were going to do For the Band, but there's we no were. covers, and I want For the Band covers. So people out there, please send us your For the Band covers. It's my, one of my favorite songs, and there's no covers online at this time. Make yours and put them out there. Heck yeah. SadieHawkinsPod at gmail.com. Yep. Or tweet them at us, at SadieHawkinsPod. Or you can Instagram them to us, <laughs> at SadieHawkinsPod. Yep. Or call us up and leave us a voicemail with your cover at 402-95-SADIE. Exactly. Just play it over the phone. That's right. Serenade us. <laughs> Music underscore Fanatic 92 said, 12 years ago, this song sort of reminds me of From End to End, if only because of the self-destruct in this song. And then the could you take the gag off my mouth. IDK, it was just a weird brain connection. Oh, a which, oh, and which song is that all of us are all too stuck, strapped into a chair watching our lives blow up? That one too. <laughs> Insightful Music Fanatic 92. I had to look up from end to end. I couldn't remember what that was. It's on three laps. It's the second to last track. <laughs> I just, that's not a, that's not a song that clicks in my brain. Two Tiger 25, 12 years ago said. Ooh, is it the Tiger King? I know. I was just wondering that myself. Uh, this song is incredible. Anyone who read my forgiven comment that wasn't even a comment, it was more like a book. This song, at book was in all caps, this song helped me get through the same situation with that friend who was actually my best Whoa, friend at the time. We should have done Forgiven first. <laughs> now we're going to have to go backwards. We're gonna have to, yeah, now we're going to have to go look at what that comment was. My favorite part is the bridge. It's so amazing. Thank you, God, for giving me the insight so I might make these wrongs right. If and when there ever is a next time, because failure is a blessing in disguise, Pull my heart out, reconstruct. In the end, it's nothing but a shell of what I had when just I first started. <laughs> it's like saying this isn't genius, Taco. This isn't genius. You don't just repeat the lyrics. Well, maybe there was no genius twelve years ago. I don't think there was. It's like saying thanks to God for giving me faith, the ability to see what I did wrong, etc., so that I could repair my mistake and that I can learn from the mistake. Failure is a blessing in disguise. And then it goes on to say, even though I pulled my heart out and did everything in my power to repair the damage, all you are left with is a shell of what I had when I first started. My ex-best friend and I have made up and are on good terms, but the relationship is nowhere close to being what it was before. Shell. Ah, uh, I. Okay. Sweet. Tiger 2-5. 
I feel like I have to go find the forgiven song meanings. So <laughs> Do you want to? Yes, I need to know the rest of this story. And I can't wait however many months it is until we do forgiven to find out. Oh, awesome. So Tiger25 is the first comment on forgiven. Oh, good. Oh, wow. It, it is, in fact, a book. I absolutely love this song. It completely. <laughs> Should we do this as a exclu- as a uh, as a Patreon episode? I mean, well, but I guess we'll find out more about that drama when we do Forgiven. Yeah. <laughs> Stay tuned. That's a whole rabbit hole. We're not prepared to go down. Yeah. <laughs> so let me give some of my song meanings then. Oh, okay. I want to go line by line through here. Okay, let's do it. But first, you got. Fear can drive... So here's the lyrics. Okay. (laughs) Here's the lyrics. Fear can drive stick, and it's taking me down this road. Ominous. The only road that I have ever known? Yes, but let's focus on that first line. Fear can drive stick, and it's taking me down this road. Ominous. That's very dark. Think about it. Think about it. Driving stick takes a lot of talent, right? You have to be... You have to learn specifically how to drive stick and fear at least his fear i don't know if it's all fear but his fear can drive stick that means there's not a car out there on the road that fear can't drive which means no matter where you go he's allowing his fear to be powerful (laughs) think about it it's true you know what i mean yeah like if other negative emotions can only drive automatics right then they don't have (laughs) like if they hop in a car and try to go get matt teeson uh-huh. They're like, oh, this is a this is a this is a manual transmission. Right. I can't get him in this car. Yeah. But fear. I keep stalling. Yeah. Fear can drive any car on the road. What if fear also has like a commercial license and a hazmat <laughs> license and he can <laughs> and, and a motorcycle license? What if fear can drive anything and fear is out there? I think fear can drive anything, Danny. Yeah, maybe. Because fear has no fear. It's not afraid of getting pulled over. Being asked for where's your hazmat license or where's your commercial license, I just think that's a cool line. I think I know I sound really sarcastic, but I'm really like actually putting <laughs> fear can drive stick, and it's taking me down this road. Honestly, like I'm thinking like the way I interpret that is like fear is a fear can get me anytime it wants because it can get in the car and drive and get me, and it's taking me down this road, a road down which I swore I'd never go. Here I sit thinking of God knows what. Now, is that an example of Matt Thiessen taking the Lord's name in vain? Maybe. Maybe. Maybe not. Because <laughs> maybe he's actually saying God knows what. Right. But I'm just wondering if there's any like parents out there who would like, let me read that, that lyric <laughs> booklet first before you're allowed to listen to the CD. <laughs> and they're flipping through and they're like, God knows what that sounds like. The third commandment. You cannot listen to this Reliant K. <laughs> who do they think? <laughs> See, April's upset too. <laughs> do they think any secular bands in the thank you page? Oh, no. April, it's all right. We're not taking the Lord's name in vain. (laughs) So those are my interpretations of the first few (laughs) lyrics. Oh, wow. Do you have this for every single one? You were just like one giant genius annotation today. I should add all those to genius. Oh, man, you should. Afraid to admit I might self-destruct, so lock the windows and bolt the door because I've got enough problems without creating more. I feel like I was born for devastation and reform. I'll destroy everything I love 
And the worst part is I'll tear my heart out, reconstruct, but in the end, it's nothing but a shell of what I had when I first started. See, it's like, it's kind of hard for me to track exactly what's going on, but I get the tone. I get the point. He's yeah. like ripping himself apart. This is a pre-Lining is Silver song. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he's tearing himself apart. He's not realizing that he he's a silver lining. Yeah. So I just really wanted to harp on the fear can drive stick part and the God knows what. <laughs> Uh, but oh and there'd be no story without all this dissension so I inflict the conflict with the utmost of intention now, obviously we're like you said there's a clip of Matt Thiessen explaining this song but that's an interesting line because it's like especially maybe someone who feels like they're very high context yes and feels like their <laughs> life is a story doesn't just let their life be a life yeah they feel like they need conflict or like, or conflict, like, because conflict drives story. Yeah. We, 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 yeah. Like, you don't have a fictional story or even a, or even a true story isn't interesting unless the characters are experiencing conflict and they overcome that conflict. Right? That was one of the issues we had with Rocket Man, not the awesome 90s <laughs> right. movie, but the Elton John movie <laughs> was because we were like, you know, there's not actually a lot of conflict in this movie right and it kind of skips around a little bit and so dan and i didn't feel very engaged there's sort of some conflict early on when he's trying to make it as elton john and no one's believing him but then once he makes it there's not really any conflict from there like all the conflict seems constructed because it's like elton john seems like a mostly nice guy yeah who sure did more drugs than he should but he didn't like he was like, you know what? He didn't I have really a problem. To, yeah. I should probably seek help for this. Like Freddie Mercury hit rock bottom. Yeah. At, at least that's how it's shown in that movie. Right. But Elton John isn't really shown to hit a real rock bottom in Rocket Man. So you have a movie without a lot of conflict. So we didn't particularly like that story. But then I, I hear this line in this song and it makes me think like, especially talking in 2007, like emo kids and stuff. It's like, my life is so conflicted. I I have such a hard life, you know? And they think they see their lives as like a WB show. <laughs> Am I generalizing too much? <laughs> I'm definitely speaking from personal experience. I'm not, I wasn't an emo kid per se, but I definitely dabbled <laughs> in the accoutrement of being an emo kid. So it's like I know when I met you, you had all those black jelly bracelets and the yeah. the eyeliner and the the swoopy hair. Yeah, yeah, it's true. <laughs> I was just trying to look like American idiot, though. I wasn't trying to look like an emo kid. <laughs> so uh, yeah, I just think that's an interesting line because, like, yeah, story is conflict, and then people think like, oh, my life isn't interesting. My life is not interesting, and I'm not interesting to other people. Unless I have a story, and if I don't have conflict, then I don't have a story. But you can be an interesting person. Like people can just like appreciate you. You don't need story conflict in the way of fictional writing, in the way of like structured right. Joseph yeah. Campbell right. um, <laughs> heroes arc kind of stuff. Yeah, you know what I mean. So it's like you're taking on all this devastation, and you're trying to like you know what I'm. I, know I what think I know what I'm saying. Okay. I know exactly what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Not every story has to be a hero's journey. No. That's right. Sometimes you can be um, 
What's in sometimes Paddington a, Bear? <laughs> I was gonna say sometimes you can be a Godard movie. Oh yeah, <laughs> Paddington and Godard. Godard should direct Paddington Three. He's still oh, that around. That'd be amazing. <laughs> so, um, anyway, what else have we got to talk about? <laughs> Are you done with the lyrics? I guess so. I'm done with the lyrics. Do you have more to talk okay. about the lyrics? Uh, no. Uh, I was just gonna say, you know, when you search for a song on Google, and there's that like section of the the search results where it says people also searched for right well the top three that came up for devastation reform were one last time by ariana grande (laughs) born that way by lady gaga and all summer long by kid rock hmm are those also big nightcore songs because we haven't talked about it yet (laughs) perhaps but maybe those are big in the (laughs) nightcore world you want to start getting into that or do do it okay so here's the thing I knew this. Did you know this? That this... We talked about Nightcore here and there. Yeah. And other podcasts that were sort of in the, like, in the web ring of... Have talked about Nightcore. Other song by song podcasts Mm -hmm. talk about Nightcore a lot. But the thing is... Anyone... Nightcore, anyone could technically make it, right? Right. You just take the track. You put it in your your audio editing software. You speed it up a little. You don't change, you don't fix the pitch. There you go. You got a Nightcore song. There are actual official Nightcore channels that are sort of like the, I don't know if they technically be the gatekeepers of Nightcore. (laughs) Wow. You know what I mean? But they're like, they're like the main places where sort of Nightcore really, I guess, blossoms or is, is, is out there. And I'm saying this because this song is a major nightcore hit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, anyone- I feel like you might have mentioned that this song was a big nightcore song like months ago. And I realize now as I open my notes, we're kind of getting out of order because this would technically be part of the covers, which would come later. But I feel like this deserves its own other thing. So there's a nightcore channel that I'm opening up right now, and I'll tell you any second. It is called Nightcore Reality. They have 4 million subscribers. Oh, wow. I don't know. I know what Nightcore is. It's just a song sped up with anime art. That's Nightcore. That's literally all Nightcore is. Literally anybody can make Nightcore. And there are millions of Nightcore videos out there. Some of them have tens of views. But there are these couple of channels that are like the big nightcore things where they take it seriously as if it's vaporwave or something. You know what I mean? Like like a lot of people can do vaporwave. There's a lot of vaporwave garbage out there, but there are obviously the big names in mm-hmm. vaporwave yeah. and big names in this sort of meme music. Mm-hmm. Devastation and Reform on the Nightcore Reality Channel has 6.3 million views. Whoa. This is a major Nightcore song. Whoa. And, and the thing is, so many people have ripped this Nightcore thing off. They've either taken... I feel like that's more views than the official, like, Reliant K audio Probably. 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 That's the thing. You, I mean, you think of Nightcore as a joke... And I think it kind of is a joke. You know what I mean? It's just kind of fun to hear, like, listen to the song sped up. Right. And sometimes it brings out other sort of tones and flavors of the song that you don't hear when it's a little slower. 
but there are apparently these gatekeepers of Nightcore, these names, these channels that really like exemplify, I guess, the community of Nightcore, if there is such a thing. And this is it. And this was a major hit in the Nightcore world because after, because Nightcore Reality is this sort of pseudo official Nightcore channel. They upload this, it gets almost a 6 million and a half views. Now you can find dozens and dozens, if not hundreds, of Devastation and Reform Nightcore re-uploads. Uh, re like, whether it's... Now let's listen to it a little bit. <laughs> you can find so many Nightcore covers. They're not covers. So many Nightcore <laughs> remixes gotcha. of this song. Interesting. I also assume, like, I also think to myself, if you're one of these, like, big Nightcore names, you probably take it really seriously and you only pick songs that you know work. Mm -hmm. And you probably find that perfect speed and pitch for each song. Right. Because if you go through and look at all the Nightcore videos for Devastation or Form, each one's a little different speed, a little different pitch. But maybe they just found the perfect speed and pitch for this version, which is why all these other other Nightcore versions only have like 40 views, only have 500 views, you right. know what I mean? Also, a kind of, this Nightcore version also kind of like... This it, is fun. Yeah, <laughs> I, I want to I be able to, I want to play it back properly without me talking over it. But when you hear the opening part, that opening guitar, yeah. it really makes it sound like Japanese video game music yes. <laughs> more than anything. So the, here's the opening of... Devastation Reform Nightcore by Nightcore Reality. So metal. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that intro part is so yeah. fun. For me, Nightcore is always fun until the lyrics come in. And then it's like, it just sounds chipmunky, you know? Yeah. So I think because of this Nightcore video, I'm sure, I just, I, I have a feeling like th this is true. No proof to back this up. That I guess we could look at the comments under this video. But I'm sure a lot of people who aren't Reliant K fans, who don't really know any other Reliant K songs love this just this nightcore version or or learned about reliant k from this nightcore version with six yeah. million views yeah <laughs> it's insane yeah it's just so funny because nightcore is so, it's a it's a meme genre it's a fake genre of music that anybody can do but then there's something like this that's just like explosively popular <laughs> in the corners of i've uploaded nightcore songs and they've got like 14 views <laughs> <laughs> well danny maybe you just didn't pair it with the quite the right anime art hun maybe not because all the comment all the top comments <laughs> on the youtube are about the anime art that wow. got paired to it because it's like i guess it's some specific show some some specific anime girl from some specific show gotcha holding a microphone as like war planes are flying over her head and it said most of you are probably drooling over hatsu miku but i'm the only one drooling over that sniper oh she's holding a sniper rifle 
oh, she's not holding a microphone. She's, oh, I guess she's, she's holding a sniper rifle that maybe is, I don't know why, but girls with mics in the, someone else says, I don't know why, but girls with mics in the city on a building and with airplanes in the sky are just so awesome and hot. Am I weird? But yeah, I don't know if she, I don't know if it's intentional, (laughs) but this anime girl is holding a sniper rifle. But it oh. kind of looks like the sniper rifle also kind of looks like a microphone. But I think it's just a sniper rifle. I hadn't actually looked rifle. at this artwork until right now. I think it's right just now. a sniper rifle. Uh, yeah, it is. Yeah, it totally is. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Almost no one's talking. I'm just going through nobody's talking. Everyone's talking about Miku. Everyone's talking <laughs> about Miku-chan or whoever this is. They're all talking about anime girls. They're, no one's talking about Reliant <laughs> oh, K. No. I can't, uh, I can't stop listening to, I can't freaking stop listening to this song. It's too good. XD. The shell of something that I have just started. I think I was born for devastation and reform. <laughs> they just commented. Good. On it. Well, somebody commented on the song at least. Yeah. But nobody is referencing Relying K. It's so <laughs> funny. And also now because this is such a massive Nightcore hit. Um, there's a ton of anime music videos. Mm. That's the theme of this week. There weren't a lot of fan music videos. There's no shipping videos, but I mean, there might have been shipping videos within anime. But there were so many anime videos that I was like, we don't, I'm not going (laughs) to really save any of these, but you can go check them out. Every anime you can imagine, every action anime you can imagine has a music video set to this song. Not the Nightcore version, but the regular version. I feel like there should be a Supergirl uh, fan music video this week. This would go very well with, like, Alina Luther video. Okay. <laughs> the first person way, way down to mention Relying K, their name is N- Nekaono Miku. So their name is actually, I think, the character that they're showing. And it says, first time hearing Relying K on Night Court. Not bad, though. Sweet. Again, more people talking about... Someone says, very good song. No Star Wars? I feel like you could do some Star Wars videos to this. Oh my gosh, you know what I found recently? I found a Star Wars deathbed video. Where it opens (laughs) with Darth Vader in Luke Skywalker's arms about to die. And then it goes all the way back to when he's a little kid on Tatooine. Nice! I just started watching it. I'm like, we'll watch this sometime in the future. Yep. Nice. So anyway, there, so anyway, there is that, the nightcore thing. I skipped way ahead. That's technically part of covers, in a way. It's not really a cover, but nightcore. There you go. So, let's listen to from the live at Capitol Records video on the special edition DVD. Oh yeah, because we didn't talk about uh, what Tyson had to say about the right. song. We're kind of skipping back. That is, that's a we special. Forward. <laughs> that's a special section for this episode. A special <laughs> segment we call Nightcore. <laughs> what more? And it's only in this episode because there's a massive Nightcore community around this song. But now we're going back to our regularly scheduled episode. Matt, here we have Matt Tyson talking about uh, in a for, less than forty second video talking about his feelings about what you know what this song is about and we'll see if he was inspired by anime <laughs> by miku miku chan by any of that by girls with sniper rifles we'll find out 
The devastation reform is just basically stating the fact of life that we screw things up and then we try and repair them and, and a lot of times it, things get repaired for us um, and then we go and screw them up again and uh, you know wrote this song in, in the middle of the, the reparations and uh, you know basically just it, it frustrates me because I feel like uh, you know the second verse talks about just this whole like masochistic sort of I gotta I gotta hurt myself so I have a story to tell because there's got to be conflict and uh, then I gotta fix it all and then I gotta do it again so it's it's about the cycle and the frustration and all that thanks Matt thanks for stopping by I knew that you're liking two three <laughs> tweets that we didn't write ourselves would bring you on the podcast uh, yeah so that's something I didn't th- yeah like I guess as adults we don't really necessarily think of like things get screwed up and then someone else fixes it for you. Yeah. Because I'm kind of past that at this point in my life. Like if I if something gets screwed up, kind of goes back to what was the song? Shoot. <sighs> too many songs. They got too many songs. They should just have like 40 songs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, then we no, have no, a much no. shorter podcast. Please come back for Lane, okay? <laughs> there was something I, there was some song I talked about that was like about his mistakes in life. It's I Still Hate Consequences. That's the song I'm trying to think of. I had to cheat and look at the songs that we've done so far. When we did I Still Hate Consequences, one of my observations about that song was like, what's the deal? Because like at that point, I've been in my 30s now for 12 years. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, what's the problem? Why are, you, why are you so afraid of consequences? You know, you mess something up, you turn around, you just fix it. What's the problem? But I'm looking at that from the point of view of an adult. And I kind of forget about that time when you're a kid or when you're a young adult and you mess something up and maybe like adults come and fix it or like authority figures come and fix it. And I, yeah, like I remember that feeling, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like, I mean, it went all the way, you know, it went up through past like college and stuff. Like I'd overdraw my bank account during college and I'd call my dad and be like, dad, I overdrew my bank account. I'm like in my twenties at this point, but I'm like, I need help. I don't know what to do. You know what I mean? And... I definitely think of Reliant K, they're older than me, as, you know, I think of them as, like, if I was a freshman, I think of them as senior classmen or something. Mm-hmm. But you know, but they're not that much older than me. Right. So if Matt Thiessen in 2007 is, like, in his late 20s or something like that, right? Yeah. Then I can, you, and especially if they've been musicians their whole adult lives, like, they went from high school they had a couple years at college and all that stuff. Like I, I can, you can kind of see how it might take a little time to like still be in that mentality of mm-hmm. like being yeah. worried about consequences and being worried about screwing up and people being holding you strictly accountable to it. Whereas at this point in my life, and I definitely was like that up through my twenties, but at this point in my life, I'm like, Hey, I'm living my own life now. If I screw up, nobody's got to know about it. I just fix it. No big deal. But yeah, especially the audience of the time of this album definitely would probably speak to them because they'd all be teenagers and preteens and stuff. I talked about how when we saw this tour during uh, when we lived in Orlando and we went to the Hard Rock, no, the House of Blues in Disney, and how that was the first concert where everyone at the everyone at a Reliant K concert was younger than me, and I started to resent them. Whereas I'd been listening to them since the first album, and Reliant K fans were always my age. That was the first time they were younger than me. Yeah, you're speaking to that particular type of crowd. Just shooting off the cuff. She's just staring at me right. Jessica's just staring at me right now. Like, yeah, you're a dork. I'm nodding along. Okay. 
so we can get back into the song because uh, this was recorded live at Capitol. And you love the live at Capitol I do. show. <laughs> so you want to listen to some of that? Absolutely. This is a, I like this song. It's rocking. It's cool. But it's like, I don't love it. And it was when I hear these acoustic versions and you strip the song down to just the bare essentials, the bare essentials of here's the tune that I'm not, I'm not like, I'm even less interested in it. But do you like this? Let's find out after we listen to it. better right. the the electric version better than the acoustic but i do enjoy it that's what i th- that's what i think is like this song works as this full rockin mm-hmm. false metal version yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like that's why i guess to me since i don't really like love this i don't love the song too much i need the full version if you i've already said this before but you got it i'm just devastating the song right now so let's reform me. it. I know. I'm sorry. Well, let's reform it by watching the Walmart exclusive download music <laughs> nice. video. So yeah, this was a mystery at first, but I was looking through YouTube videos and I found something called Reliant K Devastation and Reform Video. Then I look at it and it's like a bunch of onstage footage combined with like sort of, there's like footage of two members of the band buying boxing equipment. And then boxing in a parking lot. And like that boxing stuff seems familiar. I think that's from one of the video podcasts. And at first I thought maybe this was like a fan video that got edited together from some live footage. But then I'm like, well, this footage is like up in their face and stuff. And typically, you know, a camera person, if you have live footage from something and you're editing together mm-hmm. a video, you know, it's like video footage you found online. But if you have all this footage from one particular show, which is this, where the camera's moving all around the stage and getting up in their face and getting up close to their guitars, and like this seems like it was shot specifically for this. So I'm like, what the heck is this? It doesn't say on the YouTube video. And I've also found it on GodTube. I found the same video on GodTube nice. with no further explanation. Nice. And I think I found this video uploaded more than once. 
So from what I can tell, it is. And then at the end, it says copyright 2000. And finally, at the end, it says copyright 2007 Capitol Records. I'm like, okay, it's some sort of official thing, but it does not look like a professional music video. Here, I'll just play a little for Jessica. It's just the song, but you you already saw a bit of this earlier. Yeah. It's like footage of the band. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um. It turns out when I go to the Wikipedia for the album that it says that this is a Walmart exclusive download video (laughs) that apparently you could buy in 2007 if you, I guess, if you bought the video, if you bought the album from Walmart. And then there's this annotation on the Wikipedia that says this is now available on iTunes Plus. And I'm like, oh, great. iTunes Plus isn't a thing anymore. <laughs> yeah, and you go I tried to, iTunes, to look this yeah. up. Yeah, it's not. Yeah. You can't find so it. No one's updated the five score in seven years ago Wikipedia <laughs> since iTunes Plus went away. So, yeah, this was like basically a rare sort of like on the fly, semi-cheap video. Looks, I mean, it doesn't look it's cheap, cheap. It's fun. It's just live footage. And... Combined with some podcast footage, so. But it's definitely like a made-on-the-fly sort of music video. Right. It I doesn't love look everybody super... with their flip phones open. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so there is that. So this has technically sort of a music video. So for live versions, aside from the acoustic one we just listened to live the song sounds like the song (laughs) you know what i mean yeah i found a couple of live videos i found detroit 2007 mcdonald's live 2007 (laughs) i always love when we find mcdonald's live sydney 2010 uh atlantic city 2010 where the audio suddenly just drops out which i think like they muted it for copyright or something um and we could listen to some of them but honestly they sound exactly like the song they look cool like let's if we just let me see what happens when we pick Detroit 2010. Uh, that one doesn't look as cool. <laughs> let's pick Sydney. Let's go see what, what I'm sure Dinny was in the audience that oh, night. Yeah. So look at this. It looks really cool with like the lighting oh, yeah. set up in 2010, nice. and they got their hands above their heads clapping like they're a big arena rock band. It's pretty cool. Yeah, like this is such a. For Reliant K, it's not a thrash song, but it feels so thrashy for Reliant K. And I'm sure this is a real blood blood boiler in the audience. Like, yeah! That's good stuff. But it sounds exactly the same live as it does on the album. So we'll get into covers, and we talked about Nightcore. I found a one-hour loop of the Nightcore. Oh, wow. And we're going to listen to the whole thing right now. <laughs> Just kidding. Here is an acoustic cover by Tyler Gutbertler. Gutbertler? I'm sorry. Wait. Wait a second. I'm loading it. Devastation and Reform Reliant K cover by Tyler Gutberlet. Gutberlet. Here he is. Oh, yeah. Wait a second. This cover is great. Because whoever's holding Tyler's camera, you can hear them breathing. <laughs> you can hear the... It's not just like on a webcam or a camera on a tripod. That Someone's, was an aesthetic choice, Danny. I'm sure it was. But just listen to him breathe. Listen to the cameraman breathing over the camera. Stick that's taking me down this road. 
thinking you got no one good yeah that's good including the breathing in the background that's pretty sweet nice. so this is it says this is tyler's first youtube cover this is from seven years ago wow nice and then he has one two three four five videos whoops i opened one. Oh, he does look on up we'll be back to see tyler again oh. someday when we do look on up he's got two originals and my thoughts and i which i guess is another original so that's tyler thank you very much tyler um April's joined us. Hello, April. <laughs> She's skirting her... You look so pensive, April. You're skirting your engineering duties. You're supposed to be engineering the podcast. Ever since you started working from home, She's you've gotten... She's just here to breathe into the microphone. I know. Ever since she started working from home, she's gotten very lazy. Yeah. <laughs> she's just hanging out. Anyway. Um, here's a pretty cool cover. Check this out. Pretty sweet. This is on SoundCloud. And if you like the metal aspects of this song, definitely check out this version. Why are you making that face? This is Nestshell, N-C-S... C H E L L on SoundCloud. And it's just a vocal cover. Sounds like Skid Row. <laughs> See, I said this is like the met this brings out the metal version. And there's not one but two vocal covers on SoundCloud. You want to hear the other one? Sure. This is Linoxy, and Linoxy is recording from inside of a paper cup. <laughs> yeah. Jessica's rocking out right now. She loves it. <laughs> yep. <laughs> she's not totally just snuggling the puppy and ignoring the podcast <laughs> so there's not one not two but three male duos playing guitar together and singing the song together nice which one do you want one two or three three okay i think you might have picked the lesser of the three. <laughs> oh, no, i'm sorry you could just pick any of them i wouldn't know this is Bren's ZTO. Bren ZTO. Look at this. This kid looks like a. He looks like a human from a Pixar movie. Why is only He's one like, kid in the frame? His, Why is the other kid not in the frame? I don't know. He looks like a arm. Disney. He looks like a Disney Channel kid. He does. With his curly hair and his perfect skin. <laughs> I mean, it's a low quality, it's a low res camera, but 
And he's looking directly into your soul. What is that thing in the background? It's, it looks like a salmon ladder. Yeah, it's really weird. It, it, and it's decorated for Christmas, maybe? It has Christmas lights on it, I think. Or it's like a quilting rack. Like, I don't know yeah, what that maybe. is. <laughs> yeah, they're a little off key, which is why this is the lesser of the three. It's still nice, though. You had a nice yeah. voice. There's no real full band covers, although there's someone That's on SoundCloud who did like two instrumental semi-full band covers. Oh, cool. Did you want to hear a little of those? I would love to. Okay. I only saved one of the two. I couldn't tell if they were exactly the same and uploaded twice or if there was like a... It's a little muddier. I like it. They should take the vocal covers and then put it over. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's a good idea. This is, uh, of course, this is user 6259319 with their Devastation and Reform cover. Sweet. So. So that's. So. You're so distracted by the dog. <laughs> You're totally not in the podcast. I am anymore. in the podcast. April is reforming you <laughs> and devastating the podcast by completely <laughs> taking away your attention. <laughs> well, there's only, as I said, when it comes to fan stuff, it's all AMVs, just AMV after AMV. And I didn't save any of them because I was like a lot of Kingdom Hearts ones. I was like Jessica knows Kingdom Hearts, but I'm just gonna I'm just gonna show you Kingdom Hearts and you'd be like, oh yeah, that's Kingdom Hearts. And then what are <laughs> right. we gonna say about it? <laughs> so instead, this one is someone made their like own original AMV where they basically like edited together their own sort of like it's very clearly anime inspired, but the drawing style is sort of more like stick figures oh, in a way cool. but slightly more detailed than your average there's so many stick figure music videos of relying k songs this is this slightly is. more influenced than that yeah it's it's very clearly amateurish but they're like ninjas or something it looks nice yeah it's really good actually uh, they put a lot of detail into the backgrounds which is pretty amazing yeah. there's sound effects i guess they're breaking the ninjas out of the prisons nice Uh oh, it says flash animation by Nine Tailed Brush. Yeah, it looks like. So it's pretty sweet. It's pretty, yeah. pretty badass. Yeah. Reliant K Ninjas in Prison. <laughs> That's the movie I want to see. Heck yeah. I want Reliant K to make a movie about the their history as a band, and they all started as ninjas in prison, and that's where they met. <laughs> Oh, there's robots in it, too. Nice. So I guess it's sort of a steampunk universe. Pretty sweet. Um, And then there's, like, a fan music video that's, like, in black and white of someone walking down a road in black and white and then someone singing. Cool. Cool. Nothing much to say. Last thing I found, and that's it. (laughs) Remember that thing I said at the beginning where I'm like, the end of our podcast is always the best. I was just thinking that. (laughs) That's not the case this week. (laughs) But um, here is some guy playing Battleship Brawl. It's just some sort of video game, and he's blowing up battleships, but it's called Devastation and Reform. 
And Jessica's not even looking at me. Sorry. Yep. No, I'm completely paying attention. Battleship brawl. No, it's totally fine. (laughs) (laughs) Who knows if our devastated version that we started last night was going to be better. But you know what? I feel like I was born for this sort of situation. So, Jessica. Yes? Since you're distracted by the pup why don't you tell everyone where they can contact us you already did it once before but let's do it one more time well you can leave us a voicemail and tell us how much you disliked this episode at 402 i think we were due for a not great episode (laughs) this episode 40 we've had 39 awesome episodes oh yeah and maybe we kept this one short maybe we kept this one short For that one listener. Yeah, not as short as the last two episodes. So yeah. um, you can send us an email at sadiehawkinspod at gmail.com. And you can hit us up on Instagram and Twitter, both at sadiehawkinspod. Yes, please contact us. Let us know if we should redo this episode sometime in the future. Because yeah. <laughs> I am thinking... Oh, by the way, because it's episode 40, episode 50 is not far away. And then episode 52, which means a year is not far away after that. I was thinking about redoing the Hello McFly episode. Like now year in, let's like redo the episode. But if it's going to be like this, maybe we shouldn't. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks a lot, April. Thanks for showing up and distracting one of the hosts. (laughs) She looks so pissed off. She's just like, what? I was on the couch and I was comfortable. Puppy. <laughs> we just wasted 85 minutes.